2: That's Chumbacasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You them. want
0: answers. I want the truth.
2: You can't handle the truth. Jerry Eves. Sports Radio. That's a brand name. Like Pepsi. That's a brand name. Stand behind it. I guarantee it. They know that even if they don't know me any more than they know the,
1: the, the chairman of General Mill.
0: Good afternoon and welcome to Eve Sports Radio. Call now 502 571 1080 or toll free 877 904 1080. You can tweet Jerry at JerryEaves5. That's JerryEaves5 on Twitter. This is Eve
2: Sports Radio on Talk Radio 1080.
0: Uh oh, guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Julie, hey, guess what day it is?
1: It's hump day.
0: Hump day? Hump, hump, hump day? Hump, 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 hump day?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back. It is Wednesday, July the 7th, 2022. Overcast and hot. Beautiful day outside. That's all that I can say. Welcome to Louisville, Kentucky, in July. High heat, high humidity. What's new? We're in the Valley, the Ohio Valley. I hope you all had a tremendous day and a beautiful night last night after I spoke with you, and I did. I hope that you all are ready and prepared for today's show. There is a lot to get to, which we're going to. Details that we have to get into, but first and foremost, we all know that Wednesday is Cobby Harrison Day, and I reached out to Cobby and. Cobby could be busy. We all know that Cobby is rehabbing and uh, has to go through numerous things just to be comfortable during the day. So Cobby could be calling in any time he hasn't yet, but uh, we're on Cobby's time. That's what I tell everyone. So whenever Cobby calls, then it's on time. But I'm here with you and so is John, my producer behind the glass. And uh, we're glad that you all are sitting in with us. Let's start with the schedule. It's like, uh (laughs) uh-oh. Yes, I did say the schedule. The schedule is this. Everyone knows that I always go out to the NBA Summer League in Las Vegas. I will be leaving tomorrow, six a.m. Uh, through Atlanta on Delta. And I know I did say the word Delta; it's like a bad word, but I've had one bad experience with them. I've flown with Delta for over forty years, but that boy, that Final Four experience has just got me shell shocked. Now, Jerry, though, so know, just
0: to just to chime mm-hmm. in real quick, what happens sure. if you have? Another situation on Delta this close back to back. Will that make you reconsider who you fly with next
2: time? Okay, well, here's the real deal. I had scheduled with American and John. I got my notice email about it's time for your flight. And they had changed me to Delta. So I was already shell-shocked on one. (laughs) The final (laughs) four was enough for me. I got it and said, oh, my goodness. So, I'm closing the door of my office. Ms. Gwen Blackburn sits outside of my office. Ms. Gwen and my wife were able to get to the Final Four in New Orleans, right? Just first of April, just not myself. So I was closing the door. I looked at Ms. Gwen. I said, well, I guess my wife will get to Las Vegas and I probably won't. They'll book her on a different flight and she'll make it. My flight will never leave Louisville. But anyway, uh, that was one bad experience that I'm going to put behind me. I'm hoping. But I do leave tomorrow at six on Delta. Uh, through Atlanta, and I'm supposed to get into Las Vegas around 12 o'clock, which means, of course, I missed the show. I'll be traveling when we're supposed to be on, so you'll have to put something on for me. Friday, I will be on from Las Vegas, of course. I'm going to go to some of the summer league games, and if Wildcat fans don't know it or not, but you all have about seven or eight players that will be playing and the Las Vegas Summer League. So there'll be quite a few Louisville players to watch. And, of course, there'll be quite a few Louisville – I mean, Kentucky players to watch. And there'll be a few Louisville players to watch also. David Johnson should be playing again. Ray Spaldy may be playing again. So there are a few people that I'll be watching with Louisville. But quite a few Kentucky Wildcats will be performing in this one. So it should – I'll have a lot to watch. Now, I'm going out. Everyone knows that Mike Vine, Bluegrass Audi, he's also going out. So – We'll both be out watching the talent and evaluating like we're evaluators now. But we'll be evaluating the talent, watching the games. Mike will be with me and uh, we'll have a great time. So that's the schedule. So tomorrow I will not be live. Uh, Hopefully I'm alive, but I will not be live on air until Friday from Las Vegas. Now, let's get to hot news, hot issues that are going on right now. We do know, and I want Mike to call back for my trivia question. I couldn't get to you, Mike, but I know it is it is Mike. Correctly, John, my mind's gone sometimes. Wasn't Mike the person that called for trivia yesterday, John? Uh, John may be answering the phone. I guess John's not with me. What you got, Jerry? I'm here. No, that's fine. Is Wasn't Mike the person that called me on trivia yes, yesterday? Yes, it was Mike. Told yes, So Mike called me back. We do have the trivia answer. Yes, Steve was close. And it's really an interesting. Kathleen worded it difficultly. Honestly, she was being tricky, manipulative, but that's OK. It's Kathleen. But we wanted to know who was the highest paid athletic director. And I do have that information. And it's going to be interesting for people to when I tell them, everyone's going to be really, really, really surprised. So anyway, but Mike call back If Mike does not call back. We'll take it. Who was the highest paid athletic director? I did not say 2021 or 20 or 19. We said the highest paid athletic directors, what Kathleen said. She was being tricky. I thought she meant commissioner at the beginning, but she did not. She meant the athletic director. So we'll take care of that. They'll win five gift cards. I'm going to DROs to pick up. I'm out of DROs gift cards, but I'm going by today to pick those up. So I have all the cards now. I think that's taking care of all the personal business. Let's get to the real business. Today, I was running around, running errands like everyone before you get ready to leave, you know, you try to get things taken care of. So I was in my car quite a bit this morning. Well, I was listening to my friends, all the other channels that I listen to on the air. I used to not listen to talk radio, but I do now. So most mornings I'm working out, so I don't I only listen when I'm driving. Uh, from my home to St. Stephen's, but I was driving around quite a bit this morning. So I was in my car probably an hour, hour and a half this morning. So, John, here was this scenario. and We got to it yesterday with, uh, I think, Kenny called in and he spoke with me about, you know, some of the issues that University of Louisville had. And we were talking about all the pending changes in college athletics. So I'm going to get to Josh Hurd, his newspaper article today. I'm going to get to that. I just want to go and move back to yesterday. And Kenny called in and spoke about some of the things that transpired. And everyone knows that I was kind of outspoken about those things. And a lot of people were upset with me for giving my opinion of what I thought the university should have done when we were starting to have all the transgressions that we had. Not that the people are bad people, but you still have to react to actions. That's the only thing. You don't sit there still. You know, like the Titanic going down, just watch, watch, watch and stay the course. It goes down. So uh, Kenny called yesterday and spoke about some of the things. And I said, yes. Yesterday morning, afternoon, I said, yes, that if you were a group of presidents who would want to say they wanted University of Louisville to join their conference now, looking at what we're looking at? Three strikes, a lot of issues, a lot of problems. OK, a lot of problems. And we had to end the show. We did. Yes, yeah, someone just texted me. Yes, that is correct. But you cannot win the prize. But that is the correct athletic director. Yes. Yes. You know, I just get every state of task. People just blow my phone up. But yes, the person is correct. He sent me a a text or a tweet saying he knew who the highest paid and he is correct. Now, but you have to call in to win. So good. We have Mike and I'll get to you in a second, Mike. So I want you all to know. It's like, oh, Jerry hates Louisville. I do not. (laughs) I always tell people, I guess I'm one of the few that truly doesn't love Louisville because I want Louisville to do what was right back then. Right now. They're doing everything they can do. Josh Hurd's doing everything he can do. Kenny Payne's doing what he can do. Coach Satterfield, all of Coach Wall. Everyone is trying McDonald to put their best foot forward for the University of Louisville. They are. But this morning, and I'm bringing you all to this because they are my friends. I always give them a hard time calling propaganda, but that's not true. I know them all, and they know me, and we all have fun. And they've used my name before, and I've used theirs. And But I was driving. And there was a person on Deaner's show this morning, I was listening to Drew, that was speaking about, at this time, with all the transgressions that has happened at University of Louisville, he didn't think, and the young man I think is out of Nashville, he did not think that any conference would want Louisville. It's like, was that just a light bulb that just went off in his head? I've been saying that for six years. I really have. And everyone kept telling me how wrong I was and how I just couldn't be a cardinal. And how could I say things about Tom George or Rick Bettino or how could I? But this morning, I can't go verbatim because I'm too old for that. <laughs> I don't remember what I did five minutes ago, but I'm going to be really close. He says, If it was 2014 and Louisville was trying to get into the ACC with all the issues that they've had, he did not think that they would have gotten into the ACC. Again, I was sitting there going, hmm, Revelation, just six years late. No, they would not. Definitely, we would not get into the ACC with all our transgressions. Louisville would not have because we never dealt with them. There's absolutely no way. And he says, is it right now? As for the Big Ten and the SEC? Well, if you turn to the Courier Journal front page of the sports, Josh Heard, good guy, good guy. Again, all he's trying to do is fix the issues, just like Coach Payne. But sooner or later, and it's now here, Louisville's going to have to tell the truth. And Louisville fans hate me for this, but Butch, we're going to tell you, don't let Jerry Ease be right. Woo-wee. That's the wrong person. I'm just being honest with you. Sooner or later, the truth has to come out. You can drag it along. You can try to bully it. You can try to be mean, but it doesn't make any difference. Eventually, it's going to catch you. Rather build than bolt. For now, at least, Josh Hurd is consistent to stay the course, content to stay the course, content to stay the course. With college athletics, again, destabilization by the Big Ten poaching of UCLA and USC, From the Pac-12, the University of Louisville's athletic director said he has neither initiated nor received any overages, overturns of advancements to a new league. Well, he's not going to get anybody calling him. If they're calling, he's not going to want to go to that conference. I'm just telling you. That's all there is to it. I've been in this business my entire life also. The conferences that he would want to call now are not going to receive that phone call. The Big Ten and the SEC are going to just say no. I'm telling you. They're going to just say no. And when I say that, think of this. That's knowing that last year, and it is the truth, Louisville was the highest revenue earning university out of all of them. But you still have the Big Ten and the SEC, I'll bet you a dime, a dollar of mine to your dime, they're not receiving that phone call. So I love Josh, but you better pick that phone up and start begging because the ACC is in serious, serious trouble.
0: Hey, one other thing you have to consider, Jerry, especially with Mm -hmm. the Big Ten – The uh, American Association of Universities, have you heard of that? I'm sure you have.
2: Mm -hmm. So the
0: Big Ten is only ever included, and this includes USC and UCLA as well, one school that's currently with them that isn't a part of the American Association of Universities, and that's Nebraska. Every Mm -hmm. other member, including the two new members, is a part of the AAU. So that would make it even more difficult for somebody like UofL, who isn't a part of this, to to be included in the Big Ten specifically.
2: And there are affiliations that you can get into. You just have to jump through hoops. But yes, that is another um, detour that is 100% correct. But it's not something that Louisville could not overcome. But the facts of the matter is our history is very hard for us to overcome. So I was driving, I almost wrecked my car today because I'm saying, well, I've only said this for six years. I almost wrecked my car because I said I've only said this for six years and I've been everything under the sun other than right. The young man was 100% correct, 100% correct on Drew Diener's show today. It's just a little too late now. That's the problem when people will not stand up at the proper time and say the proper thing because of influences we don't want to talk about. Our past is so bad that to get somewhere is going to be very hard to do, which means now through the buyout of the ACC. Okay, that's one thing. $100 million, that's one thing, but we all know everything's negotiable. And also, our issues, yes, Josh has no choice but others say, I'm going to stay the course. Here's the course. Before I go to Mike, Mike, I'm coming to you for the trivia. Here's the course. If Clemson leaves, there is no ACC. I don't care what anybody says about college basketball and how important it is. (laughs) If Clemson leaves, the ACC, it's over. One issue, one simple issue, one member leaves, and you can believe both the SEC and the Big Ten would love to have Clemson. Attendance, arena size, whole nine yards, they'd love to have them. The ACC is living on If you don't think – Clemson has control. It reminds me of University of Louisville in the old days when we were in the Metro Conference. And I'm telling you, Coach Ocean had cut a deal so strong that when we went to the NCAA tournament, we didn't have to share money. I mean, Coach Olson had a chokehold on the Metro Conference. I mean a chokehold. Well, if Clemson leaves the ACC, we're a flagship without a ship. I don't care about the basketball aspect. Yes, I like it. It's here, but the money is in football. Another line that Josh says, and he said, I'm sure all universities are going to start to put more money into their football program. So, guys, what I'm telling you is what I've been saying for a long time, that the ACC football had been slipping. Again, Jerry's was a hater. Why does Jerry's hate? No, I just was telling the truth. And Josh's article. He mentions himself that I'm sure that they're starting to put more money in their football programs. You got me? <laughs> Those are his words. Why are they putting more money in their football program? Because the product stinks. And they're going to have to get it back up to stuff. So I used to say all the time in the ACC, but as bad as these teams are, why aren't they firing the coaches? Well, they're staying the course. Hmm. I said, in the SEC, you've got teams that won championships. LSU firing coaches two years later because they're pushing and staying and buying for the money. Well, here we are, guys. Chickens have come home to roost. So it's twelve twenty-three. I want you to stay with me because I've got a lot. But I want to bring Mike on first. Mike, welcome to Sports Radio. How are you? Hey, Jerry. About yourself. Well, Mike, what do you think about what I've been talking about? Before we get to the trivia, what do you?
0: Think? Uh, per, well, pretty interesting, I'll say that.
2: <laughs> well, uh, how long kind of have you hard listened? To listen your show?
0: while I was on the phone, but uh, gotcha.
2: Okay, how long have you listened to my show, though, Mike?
0: Oh, well, probably since the day you started.
2: Okay, Mike, have I not said that the ACC product had started to slip? Have I not said that for numerous years? yes, sir,
0: yeah, absolutely. I've heard right. you.
2: I have said it. For numerous years. And I said, there's a reason we meet to make sure that our product's good. First, I used to tell them, it's because we wanted attendance at our Cardinal Stadium. It used to be Papa John. Because we want to have fifty to 60,000 people. Because you need the revenue of football. I wasn't talking Absolutely. about conference things. I was talking about nobody wanted to come and watch Boston College play. Or Wake Forest play. Even though Wake Forest does score some points. But still, it's not a draw. They want to see Clemson. They wanted to see Florida State, James Winston. Yes, we wanted to see, of course, Clemson, Lawrence. We wanted to see great talent, Watson. But nobody's beating the door down to see Georgia Tech. Well, <laughs> now that the conference, if Clemson leaves, conference is in serious. It's in trouble. It's almost done. Like I told people, you didn't hear it. It's a flagship without the ship, We just the flag. So Josh Hurt now has a job to do because he's got to manipulate and move Louisville to one of those other two conferences. If Clemson leaves, I'm saying it today, it's over. I don't care what anybody says, I don't care what they I, say.
0: It's over. I would agree with that.
2: The ACC is done. The last piece they're always talking about is Notre Dame, which I'm going to get to after the break. Notre Dame, Notre Dame. Eh, Notre Dame's, <laughs> we know Notre Dame's going to go to one of the two because they're going to blackball Notre Dame. Easiest put. So, Let's get to the trivia question. You got a chance to win five great gift cards, as you well know. And Kathleen asked a question, and it was tricky. It was tricky. So I want to say it to you again. She said highest paid athletic director. She did not say year. She did not. Steve may have been close if she would have said by year. She just said highest paid. So now you have a chance to win the five gift cards if you can answer. Who has been the highest-paid athletic director in college?
0: Well, I tell you what, I'm a little bit of a dilemma. When mm-hmm. I heard this yesterday, I was driving down the road, so I instantly called in
1: mm-hmm. because
0: I had this conversation about three, maybe, I don't know how many years, couple, several years ago. Matter of fact, at your buddy Cleo's place. Okay. And a guy Charlie. told me that, yes, down mm-hmm. at Charlie's, Mm-hmm. And the guy said this, and I said, that cannot be true. And then, <laughs> since you didn't take my call, that was what I was going to go with. Yes. And then you didn't take my call, so I called my son uh-huh. last night, and he said, this guy, he gave me another name, said, this guy is the highest paid one. So okay. I'm debating on which one I want to go with, but I'm going to go with my initial instinct.
2: Okay, I'm going to let you give me two. Give me your initial instinct. What did you have?
0: My initial instinct was David Williams of Vanderbilt.
2: Isn't it amazing? You're 100 percent correct. No one would believe it. I spoke about it. I spoke about it. Well, I didn't believe it when I heard it. Yes, you. It's hard. Those guys were. I was like, it
0: cannot be true. These guys. I'm telling you, he is. He is. He, He is. He.
2: He's deceased now, I want people to understand.
0: Yes, yes, several he's years deceased. ago. That's what my which, son said. You know, Dad, yes. he's dead. Uh, yeah. Your <laughs> son <laughs> can be the right one. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: yes. exactly. I, Your son I, is I, I just
0: heard before. it one time. I just no. thought I was throw it out it. there. But now he told me to go with Chris Del Conte of Texas.
2: Yes, yeah, of Texas. See, Steve used to be a Texas, um, Texas Christian. Yes, of Texas, which you could. It's still... That's for question. I'm going to be honest with you. When you say look at total compensation, salary only, that's for question. If you google it now, yes, Chris would come up. But if you say who's been the highest paid? There's no question. David Williams, African American. Okay, round 2. Name
1: something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club.
0: Computer solitaire, huh?
1: Ah. Oh.
0: No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms
1: and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfer are
2: subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. From Vanderbilt made three million two hundred thirty nine thousand six hundred seventy ninety seven Isn't that crazy? Vanderbilt? What? Who would have ever thought it? And why did he? I don't know. Vanderbilt? <laughs> it's a great, they've disbanded their athletics, not disbanded the programs, but they do not have a per se athletic department. I don't know why. I have no idea, but you are. 100% correct about that. So since you did it and you're so knowledgeable, I'm going to give you the $20 on top. Let me just be honest with you because I can't feel I'm too old for that. Kathleen didn't give me the second question. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so the second question is give me. I'm going to give it to
2: you. <laughs> but no, you're 100% correct. And what are you doing out at Charlie's place? What are you doing at Khalid's?
0: I, I've known Charlie out. for a long time, and uh, yes, it's a great place to best. go. We've got good food, really oh, good
2: food. Oh, scratch. People do not know scratch. Best hamburger. I said it yesterday. I think best hamburger in Louisville. People have to go try Oh, yes. It. Oh,
0: Absolutely. Gosh. Some of the best.
2: It's amazing. And all the televisions and just good people. Every time I go in there, though, Peanut gives me a hard time. He says, you know, you can't come to this neck of the woods. I said, I'm here, Peanut. <laughs> Every time. And, and his –
0: his son actually plays on an all-star team with my grandson that my son actually coaches. So,
2: Okay. then So, you know, Charlie, well, well, will tell yep. Charlie that uh, you, you're 100% correct when they were speaking at his restaurant. Yes, it was David Williams, and he made 3239000 Here's a funny question. Do you all know that Mitch Barnhart, who I think he's the second longest tenured now. Tom Jurich used to be the longest tenured. It was all to director. But Mitch has never made a lot of money. And my opinion, if you look at Kentucky's football, where it's come from, and Mitch has been there since, uh, I think, 2002, to Kentucky's basketball consistently hiring Kyle when they made a mistake on Gillespie, making the move right away, didn't drag his feet, said I was wrong and moved forth, right? He's underpaid. Gosh, Mitch Barnhart is really, really underpaid. People don't know
0: (laughs) I, mean, I don't know what he's paid, but I will say this: if you look at Kentucky sports overall, every one of them has improved. Yes. Every one of them. I mean, from uh, volleyball a few years ago,
2: uh, mm-hmm. uh, yes, winning it. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we Women's basketball does yeah. great
0: every year. Yeah. Our cheerleaders do well. I mean, and your uh, track
2: program, your track programs. Oh
0: Lord, I forgot about yes, the track. You forgot about, about track. Mm-hmm. Yes. But everything's improved. I don't know what he gets paid. Uh, probably it's
2: a little over a million. What he but he does
0: doesn't. do <laughs> <Just> <laughs> probably
2: not enough. Exactly, just a little over a million now. He was at 987, but he's gotten a raise since this article. But, uh, no, I appreciate you calling. I've got to pay some bills. So, David, leave your information with John. Is E-Sports Radio. I will be back trying to decipher these league changes. Phone number is 502 571 Don't even suspect. Good Welcome back to Eve Sports Radio. Let that place off softly, just a little Patty LaBelle. That's all. You no, know, I need to put on some Patty and kick your shoes off like she does in concert. Over eighty years old, still, still out and about. With what a wonderful singer, a wonderful person. Had an opportunity to meet her in Atlanta. Her bags got lost. My bags were torn up, and it was the craziest thing. We all got tickets to her concert. We all went out, the players and Coach Beard and myself, the players stayed out a little too late after that, and Coach ran them to death. I'll never forget that, but Patty LaBelle, wonderful woman. I want to read something before I get to Paul Feinbaum. This is, again, from today's Courier Journal. Of course, Tim Sullivan, you all know, my second dad wrote the article. For me, Heard said, it's about being as prepared as possible as we possibly can be, to put the ACC in the best possible position to succeed. Specifically, he said, the conference should devote more resources to football, as Louisville has been doing since her became athletic director. Let me just tell you all why. That's the cash cow. The NCAA basketball, yes, that's where they get their billion dollars, and they run all the NCAA throughout, throughout that, and That's how the small boys get a fragment of the money. And it's a great tournament. I love it. But the bottom line, the cash cow is the football program. And those are Josh's words. What he's telling you is, and what he's telling the conference, we have to improve our football or we're going to get left behind from the TV revenue. There's no question about it. And if Clemson leaves, ooh, we will be dead. They'll have a hard time with the ACC because you'll have sports networks trying to break their contracts with the ACC if Clemson leaves because it's just not going to be the level of talent that I've been telling people about that no one wanted to listen to. They wanted to say I was hating on something when that was not the purpose. So I want you all to listen to Paul Feinbaum talking about this realignment and what it means to a lot of conferences. And I'm going to explain to you what it means to hear my alma mater, University of Louisville. Let
1: it play, John. This is uh, the news of the day. It seems very uh, eerily familiar to a year ago, when Oklahoma and Texas bolted the uh, Big Twelve. The, they were they were part of the beginning, uh, just like UCLA and UC, USC. Uh, one person said earlier that, that I think it was Pete Thamel that he didn't think uh, UCLA w- would ever leave uh, because they they are tied. At, at the at the hip or joined at the hip with, with the University of California as part of that system out there. And uh, obviously nobody wanted Cal in the Big Ten. But give uh, the commissioner uh, of the Big Ten credit, Kevin Warren. He took a lot of flack two years ago when uh, he shut the football league, uh, the football part of the Big Ten down uh, during COVID and, and wasn't able to bring it back until uh, late in the season. But this is a very wiry move, uh, and uh, it is clearly turning uh, college football on its ear. And something that we have been talking about here for some time seems to be coming to fruition, and that is the likelihood of two super conferences, the ACC and, and the and, and the Big Ten, and quite frankly, nobody else really matters. You if to say the ACC. And if you're, if you're the ACC Commissioner Jim Phillips, you've been on the job a year and a half, you have to be uh, beside yourself because uh, you you helped kill the CFP. Uh, you said, as I was asking Pat before we lost him, we have got a lot of other important things to deal with, and uh, now he's got to deal with the, the survival of the ACC because they can't they obviously unless they can talk Notre Dame into joining on the football side, and they have had no no success whatsoever in that. And even if they get Notre Dame, uh, they still have a, a, a weakened position. Uh, th- this was really a body blow. Uh, this wasn't the SEC. This was one of their alliance members. Remember last August when all three uh, when the Pac-12, uh, the uh, ACC, and the Big Ten all joined together to form this alliance to try to get better scheduling uh, and, and, uh, and a different voting. Stop alliance. it right
2: there. Stop it right there. Yes, they just booted the ACC. The alliance that they had for one year to let you know how quickly things are moving, they just got booted. Paul misspoke when he said the ACC. He meant to say the SEC. Then he said that Jim Phillips, now who is the ACC commissioner, helped kill growing the playoffs from four teams to 12. So before Jim came to the ACC, he put a no-no on expanding the playoffs. And what that has done is now put a chokehold on the ACC, which he is now the commissioner of. So hindsight, boy, it's really difficult sometimes. So again, what is transpiring? There's two conferences. What is going to have to happen is that they are going to choke hold and they're going to put a death grip on Notre Dame. They're not going to let Notre Dame be the independent of the 40s and the 50s and the Golden Dome and touchdown Jesus. And They're not going to allow that to happen anymore. They're going to choose a conference or they're going to choke Notre Dame out. You got me? No ifs, no ands, no buts. They're going to choke them out. And at that time, Notre Dame will have to make a decision. There's no way Notre Dame chooses the ACC when they have to choose. Their buyout will not be the same because they've never had football revenue from the ACC. So I don't know what the contract states for Notre Dame being in the ACC on the basketball side, but it's not a $100 million buyout, I guarantee you. So Notre Dame gets out much cheaper than University of Louisville or anyone else because they were never taking revenue from the ACC television package. So guys, this is a no-brainer. No matter what Josh says in the paper, and I love Josh, i really great guy. So don't say, oh, now he hates Josh. No, I do not. But Josh heard better get on the phone. University of Louisville better get active and start to try to find a way to swim upstream to get some kind of, I don't know how they do it, I really don't, positioning to where the SEC or the Big Ten would want to accept them as a member because it's going to be really important because they're not getting Notre Dame. It's not going to happen. Don't think about it. Don't say it's not going to happen. And if Clemson leaves, it's over. That's all there is to it. If Clemson leaves, the ACC is done. So what we're going to do, 1242, we're going to get to a quick break. When I come back, boy, I've got to talk about my man, Rodriguez. Everybody knows I'm a Chris Rodriguez fan. Everybody was upset about his fumbling, but I don't understand. There's a lot of smoke going on out there, and I'm going to try to – I don't know the true picture, but I want to talk about it. This is esports sports Radio, phone number is 502 I'll talk to you in a second. sports radio let that play when you've been blessed and we know we have been we just right now for some reason can't find ways to share everything that we have and in this country we've got a lot we'll work it out trust me we will work it out but we have this country the United States of America has been truly blessed and that's everybody absolutely everybody everybody some have been blessed more than others. There's no question about that. But we've all been blessed and we have to just make sure that uh, sometimes you just need to listen to some good music sometimes. Cause Patty is so right. Now let's get to University of Kentucky's football star, Chris Rodriguez, pled guilty to DUI charges. Okay. I understand. Star of football running back Chris Rodriguez has accepted a guilty plea resulting from a May arrest. May the 8th, just, at, just after 3 a.m., charging and driving under the influence. With Lucky Land you can get lucky just about anywhere. Bad mistake, no question. We understand that, that the young man made a horrible decision, got behind the wheel of a car, intoxicated, okay? And there's things that you have to do. First thing I like, instead of everyone else going to get, get a great lawyer and finding a way to bargain it down and some kind of way, bail yourself out, pled guilty and all the things that comes with it. Uh, the plea required Rodriguez to pay 200 Fines plus more than 700 court calls by December the 13th His driver's license. We've been suspended for four to six months. Kentucky, of course, we know he's a Georgia native. He ranked second in the SEC conference in rushing 1,379 yards last season. Also had 12 touchdowns. Now, there's a lot of going on about he's not going to play at all this season. I heard it on the news last night. I thought I was half asleep. It was 6 p.m. news, and I was half asleep. And they were talking about how many games that he would be suspended or maybe the year. And I was like, well, I wonder what's going on. I don't mind that Coach Stoops makes a decision to suspend him or sit him for a game or two. I don't mind that to make sure that he gets a point across. And I'm also reading in today's Curious Journal that there's another player One of two Kentucky players facing DUI charges, walk-on wide receiver Richard Lewis, son of Pro Bowl Hall of Famer Ray Lewis, was arrested and charged with driving Under Influence on March the 29th. So I understand Coach Stoops may be looking out at his program of 100 players and saying, "Okay, I've got an issue of two. That's two too many. I want to make a stance. I'm going to make them both sit X amount of games. I got no problem with that. Uh, But that's not what I'm hearing. So, you know, I've gone through all of it. A lot of people have told me uh, maybe it's a grade issue. A lot of people have said Matt Jones has said there's something else out there. Um, it just doesn't make sense to me. If there was a grade issue, in my opinion, Cat fans, the young man would have never come back to school. He has done his three years. He could have declared. He would have gotten drafted in some of the later rounds for sure. And he'd be on an NFL roster, trying to make an NFL team. So that just doesn't make sense to me. It just doesn't. I could be wrong, but it just doesn't make sense to me. I've been in this for a long, long time. Instead of going through the frustration or the embarrassment to himself and his family, and this is all hypothetical, he'd have gone pro. And he chose to come back. Kentucky's got a chance. Got a very good team. Now, when you say a chance in the SEC, maybe a slim chance to win it, but they have a chance to compete. He and Will Levis, they have a chance to compete. There's no question about that. So I don't know what's going on. If someone does, I know you can't call me tomorrow, but on Friday, if someone has any information about what's going on with this, I'd like to know because it's just a little concerning. Decisions would have been made by this time. Coach Stoops would have made his decision. He would have announced it to the team and the player and his family. Everyone would have understood and everybody would have known where we're going from here, but it seems to be a lot of uncertainty. And I'm not saying that they're going to suspend him at all. I'm saying I would, if I was the coach, and you know, if I had a player, I did not ever have a player with a drunken driving. I had a player that had eight grams of marijuana in his room, uh, North Carolina, and he put out of school because he had a scale, which means he was weighing marijuana, which means that he could be doing something else other than using it. North Carolina, and he put him out of school. I did disagree with it over eight grams, but I do understand what scales mean, what things mean, when they're weighing drugs and. Different things that gives you a different connotation. But I was going to suspend the young man, but I would not have put him off the team. Well, same thing here. It's not the first young man that's ever been stopped for drunken driving. It happened to Duke players last year and my did nothing. I thought there should have been a suspension there. Pablo and I think Coach Shisevsky's nephew were stopped under the influence. So I don't know if anyone does know the truth. Call me. (laughs) Let me know. Um, Yes, I think he's done a lot of damage to his name, image, and likeness, which I'm going to talk about a little bit today, more on Friday. Um, He's damaged himself in the eyes of the NFL because running backs are a dime a dozen. They don't like to take running backs high. And they know after two and a half or three years of the pounding, they're no good after that. So he's got a limited time to make his money. When you damage your draft status and you're running back, you really have lost a lot of money because most of them don't get to the second contract. So I feel for him. I hope that he gets his life straightened out. More importantly, bigger than just football, that he learns how to handle alcohol. I mean, I've got no, not very many family members, but I know a lot of people that do drink that are quality people. But I would try to tell everybody, stay away from the vices, the alcohol and the drugs. First thing, they're expensive. And second thing, if you ever get caught wrong, drunken driving, marijuana in your car, the issues are bigger than I think the pleasures. But I don't know that. I'm not a drinker. I'm not a smoker. But I just try to tell people the best you can. If you want to do either or, you should do them in the confines of your home only. But when you go out. You should be a non-drinker. That's all there is to it. When you're an athlete and you're trying to achieve something, and when that needle in the haystack, I always told them, it's not the needle in the haystack, you all. The haystack's made of needles. There's only one little straw that you may find and come out of your pro player. Most people cut their wrists, their necks, their back, their arms, trying to find something that they cannot achieve. So anyway, we'll have to wait and see, and we're going to watch you. Let me tell you about Friday's show. How long do I have, John? You got about three minutes, four minutes. About three minutes. Okay. You all this name, image, and likeness. Everybody thinks this is oh, just pay what you want, do what you want. That's not true. Uh, The fallacies of these things, there are no rules anymore. That's not true. I don't know why people say the things that they say. I think that the things that they think, but those things are not true. We know that Governor Bashir signed into the one of the first to sign into legislation about name, image and likeness. But there's a big but. There's there's criteria with that. And I don't know if people know it or not, but you're not supposed to go out and recruit a person and say, hey, we'll pay you X. It's not supposed to be an inducement. It's not supposed to help recruiting it is supposed to be a young man. Lamar Jackson has a crazy value. He comes to the University of Louisville. His first year, we're like, woo, everybody, everyone. Stevie Wonder, Ray Charles also, what we had at the university. We had a superstar in front of us and we were able to enjoy it. So we're Kentucky fans. Everybody enjoyed Lamar Jackson. No question about that. He was supposed to then been able to go out and monetize his value. Okay. To the community. Part of that Monetization is that he's supposed to be doing something for this, for the service, for the money. Well, you've had and we've heard players say, I'm transferring from Kansas State going to Miami because I'm going to make X. Well, the young man and his agent's going to say his value was created at Kansas State. His last name is Pack, But that's not how the rule is read or supposed to be. It's supposed to be the value at the school, that community. Now we're making this pre-agency, which it's not supposed to be, which I'm going to get into more tomorrow. It's not supposed to be pay for play. It's not supposed to be a recruiting inducement. And the athlete is must supposed to provide a service in exchange for the pay. So, And the universities are not supposed to be involved with any of this. So we're going to get into, has this name, image, and likeness run amok? Because first thing, people don't know the rules. (laughs) That's a fact. Second thing, maybe the student athletes and their handlers and agents or whatever you want to call them don't understand the rules. And I don't know if Congress, I know the NCAA has not, has put forth anything to state that to create a floor plan that we can follow that would make sense of this name and likeness. So now we got one minute. Boy, it goes quickly, doesn't it? I mean, I could do this forever, but they told me that in the third grade, I talked too much. That's why I had to repeat it. (laughs) Anyway, personal joke. Don't you all laugh? (laughs) No, you all can laugh. That was funny. Ja, you'll have to cut something for tomorrow. Sounds good to me. And Friday, I'll be coming to you all from Las Vegas, Nevada. Hopefully I get there safely and I'm sure I will. Flying is safer than driving a car. We all know that. And I'll let you know about some of the cats and some of the cards that'll be playing in Las Vegas summer league. So, everybody, have a great day. Make sure you hydrate it's hot outside. Uh, not beer. I said water. Hydrate. Water. And have a fantastic day. This is ESports Radio. I love you all. Take care. I'll talk to you on Friday. Bye bye.
1: Lucky
0: Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
2: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.